Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, hello, my dreadly friend. It's uh, the first day of April. This is not an April Fool's joke. No, I don't have any. I don't. I don't believe in that. I don't either. My now, of course, I'll fool you every day. <laughs> I'll fool you when I feel like it. My twelve-year-old thinks it's hysterical. Of course. So, but outside of that, we've never really participated. Nope. I'm sure I'm going to come home and find like, oh, you short sheeted the bed, or you know, yeah. something, some crazy trick, right? You know, right. What is short sheeting anyway? You really know? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. So you take the bottom out of like the the top sheet, yeah, and you fold it under, yeah, and then you tuck it in uh-huh. on the sides so that when I try to like you know crawl oh. in bed, I I, okay. I don't know why. Like, I don't think that's all that big a deal, but it's not. Then again, I don't use sheets. Oh well, you just sleep full or you just blanket. Just get my whole poncho liner. That's it. Just your whoopee and uh, lie down on a bare mattress. <laughs> Like a like a Spartan man would. <laughs> Why not? Because you're full of crap. I have no. I've never. You know, two things I've never really gotten are sheets and pillowcases. Yeah. Well, the pillowcase I thought isn't that kind of to to keep the pillow from absorbing your you know massive yeah, copious gets, amounts of slobber or whatever. It's nasty. Throw it away. Get a new pillow. Get a new pillow. Yeah. Or better yet, sleep without a pillow. Sleep on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> like a man. Get yourself a get yourself a, a, a CBU, you know, a concrete block unit. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put yeah your just put your head on that and just shut your mouth. Yeah. Yep. yep <clears throat> you know what yep, it doesn't. Yep, yep. No, I didn't have any sheets until I got married, and then uh, yeah, my wife has sheets. Well, you know, it's funny. I was the exact opposite. For some reason, you know, it was programmed in me. Like you have a sheet, you have a blanket. That's what you do. Right. My wife is like, that's too much laundry. We're not doing all that. Oh, really? So she doesn't believe in sheets either. So she, we have a bottom sheet. Yeah. You know. And then you can, and, and she's, because <laughs> she's a notorious blanket stealer. Yeah. But she blames it on me. So she has her own blanket. Like we have like two, like on our, you know. Fair. Like she has her blanket. I have my blanket. That's it. Fair. Yeah. It's a, it's the most patchwork. Look, you know, like some people really go to great lengths to make their bed look nice. And they, they make the bed and they put, you know, 47,000 pillows and there's things, you know, whatever. Oh, we got 47,000 pillows. Yeah, we don't have that. Yeah, we do. Like she, like, she is very like Spartan. It's like your pillow, my pillow, your blanket, my blanket. She's, That's it. She's from the binder. Sleep and shut up. That's <laughs> she's, no, she's no, no good binder woman would have forty seven pillows. She's a descendant of. Uh, she's a binder, a descendant of those who traveled from Upper Schenectady all the way out to Provo. Man, it's true. It's true. It's, they're tough. She does. She does have uh, that that uh, lineage. Yeah, she does have a great yeah. grandma who was who walked across. Yeah. She was one of Brigham's binder women. I don't think she was actually married to him. No, no. She, she was there at the time. No. She was one of the few who was not married to Brigham. <laughs> From a ratio perspective, so, like, the chances were good. At but that so time. it's a it's a a small number of women can trace their lineage back to a woman who was on the the long march. Yes, and it's a. Uh, it's a micro number of those women who were not married. We're not. It's like seven. <laughs> it's like there's 87 women on this track. How and many were you watch? Were 80 of them married to me. But doesn't that mean? Uh, shut your mouth. Get your get your right. ideas out of my out of your mouth. Well, you know what I think about it. It doesn't matter yeah, what you think. What you think about it. Just get yourself oh, a binder. Get man. right. Okay, this is really inside. Is. Yeah, inside, inside baseball. baseball. We, <laughs> so what we ought to do probably instead. I just rolled that beautiful bean footage. That's right. And, and we're, we're back. back. We're putting the band back together. What would you say you do here? We're on a mission from God. Who is the minivan centurion? He's not simply a husband, father, and a good neighbor. 
although he is all of those things. He's also the coarse twine that holds the fabric of our community together, fighting to keep us united in the face of those who would split us apart. Most importantly, the Minivan Centurion is the special trustee of the legacy of liberty, which has been passed through generations of tired and bloody hands from the original men who first founded and then fought to build this nation. The Minivan Centurion is you. He's me. He's every man who lives third, holds the middle, and seeks to stay in the fight. Well, I'm just going to explain that real quick because the, if you listen to this. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah if you don't have any idea. Uh, because I co- I'm constantly bumping into uh, millennials that have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, fair. And, I, and it's, I'm like, yeah, this was like last year. Like, and they're like, and I like, look it up like and I was like, no, ago. it was like 1998. Oh, the beautiful bean footage? Well, no. I mean, other things. Oh, I got you. Uh, go back a lot farther yeah. than uh, than I recall because, you know, at some point it also starts to roll together. Right, But the, right. I don't know how far back the beautiful bean footage was. This was I don't know. It was uh, baked beans, right? Right, right. It was Vandekamp's or what was it? No, it's uh, Bushes. 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 And uh, they, uh, I, there was, you know, that's that, that strain of advertising where they kind of get the, a CEO... Or right. a, who or a, yeah, fa- yeah. a founding father like Pete Coors? Remember the Coors commercials? Yeah, Pete Coors, and he was yeah. kind of a photogenic. Look how guy. relatable he is. He looked like a tall, better-looking Mike Pence, yeah. and he was like up in the mountains, and he's like, "Yeah, we're brewing the beer out of the river here, up in yeah. Denver." Yeah, you know, and like so, every once in a while they do that, right? Because this guy is relatable. So the 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 Bush's Beans guy. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he have like a beard? He was like a big. I think you're thinking of Bob, uh, um, Vila. I'm oh, sorry, Bob's beans. Yeah, my, never mind. Go mind ahead. Is, Bush's beans. My Continue. Mind is squirming like a toad today. <laughs> anyway, the guy like talks about the family. It was one of the ideas. Part of it, it, it was part of the idea was they had a secret recipe for beans for for right. Bush's beans, right? right? And it was okay because only Duke knew. Only Duke, the dog knew it. Yeah. Anyway, at some point he says, "Roll that beautiful bean footage," yeah. and then they show, you know, baked beans being poured out of a. Um, Right, crock pot or something. Or, like yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Steamy beans. Gross. Anyway, I don't know why. Steamy but. beanie. But that's uh, why we've been saying it. And yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't see the guy right now, but uh, I'm sure it was right. I don't. Know, so, because I, I was saying to one of these young guys, I was like, "Yeah, you know, like it works every time. You know, never it works every time." And I was referring to those old Colt 45 commercials. That's right. You know, yes. with uh, Lando Calarista. Every time. Yeah, right. What, yeah. What's that actor's name? Uh, I remember Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. Yeah. And Billy D. A commercial you could not make today. Uh, because no, he was essentially was saying, <laughs> he was essentially, woman comes over to your house for whatever reason. It's like, you, it's like Cosby drink. And you, <laughs> it's basically a liquid roofie. Yeah. And you give her a Colt 45 because it works every time. Works in what way, Billy know, D? Right. Uh, you mean that it tastes good every time? And he gets this sly uh, look on his face. Right? You yeah. know. Uh, Great taste, less filling. No, that's no, right. that's not what I mean that's at all. That's not what I mean at all. It's like Billy did. There's going to be a lot of filling right. here in a minute. Works every time. Works every time. Yeah. So you know, and I was talking about that one. The guy's like, I have no idea who you're talking about. Like, That's hilarious. Billy D. Williams. And they're like, Billy who? Billy D. Lando Calrissian. Oh, you mean from the old Star Wars? Yeah. No, from the good Star Wars. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, the first three. <sighs> so anywho. Yeah. Uh, we generally talk about uh, the minivan centurion or chapter. Yes. This week's chapter is. Mr. Vice, I'll yes. just briefly outline that, you know, give you like yes. a one over 50,000 view of that is uh, comparing um, men in a community, saying right. there's a certain kind of, of man in the community who serves the, the role of Mr. Vice, 
And this comes from an army tradition. I think it's actually more than just the army, guys. The army one, as I know about, called the dining in. Yes. Which is a periodic, about at least yearly, uh, social I, event. I would for, say it's probably most like because Goat knows about it, so, so I would think Navy. I think so the Navy must, does yeah. have it. Anyway, so go ahead. if you look it up on the internet, it's kind of sketchy. A, dining in. Dining in. You have to live through it, right? Got it. So uh, the the dining in is a uh, social event for the officers, generally in a battalion, maybe a brigade size mm-hmm. unit, whatever. Uh, but but certainly commanded by colonel, not a general officer, uh, and. Uh, the, just the officers, not the NCOs. All the NCOs have their own um, parallel event, and no wives. If you have the wives, it's called a dining out. Uh, so dining okay. in, uh, just the boys. Just the boys. It goes back to kind of the British, like regimental supper, uh, regimental mess right. system, uh, which we uh, slightly adopt. But it, but it apparently goes all the way back to the Romans did this. So the officers would get together, mm-hmm. uh, nobody else present, and basically act like idiots. <laughs> just be right yeah so it's cafeteria yeah basically. it's got yeah. cafeteria with a grog so yeah. the grog yeah. was uh you know just this big bowl of punch and vodka and whatever yeah. who knows who knew what yeah. right and you was you know uh you would be you would be compelled to drink from the grog <laughs> because of a series of very uh very idiosyncratic and esoteric yeah. uh, uniform frans, uh, transa- or, uh, infractions, you know. Uh-huh, there's right. Mr. Vice's no, sorry, job. You're, right. you're the grung. Yeah. So there's a president of the mess. The president of the of the of the dining in or the mess would kind of be overall in charge of it. And usually that was like a company commander or something. Okay. And he would be in charge of getting the, getting the meal together and getting the the venue together. And then mm-hmm. he would have a Mr. Vice, and this guy would basically be the asshole. Right, right, and he would be the guy to come over and say, you know, your airborne wings are upside down, or whatever it was, yeah. uh, or they're more likely you wouldn't make that mistake, but maybe they're you know a sixteenth of an inch too low. Yeah, know? I mean, just making up. And stuff he would there. have a yeah, actually, pro- probably, or, or could probably, be, could yeah, be legit, could but, be legit, like okay. he's because there's actually a a, a pretty specific uh, army regulation about the wearing of the uniform and sure. and all the things that have to go on it, which I have to admit drove me. <laughs> nuts well, you're a rule guy you and like it, rules so. uh, <laughs> but just like you know and then you would have we had these like plastic uh cut out things where you would put on your uniform it would show you where like these okay you know i mean it was it was, it was a real pain in that yeah. i mean it's very easy to screw up sure anyway based on those kind of infractions you would have to drink from the grog and the whole idea was that for this one night and one night only you're basically you were authorized to drink too much and act like a like a jackass. Yeah, just totally hammered. Right, and and, and, the, and the ethic was that you know the um, the chain of command, you know, they couldn't hold that against you. Sure. And we had skits. I was never the Mister Vice. I was always the guy in charge of the skits. That's interesting because I, I think th- you would have been a good vice. I, so. you know, I'm not good on the uniform stuff. Oh, because you don't care. Well, it's just frustrating to me. Right, that's right, like, well, right. I should say that it's not that you don't care. It's just that right. that that level of detail is not interesting, right. and so it just doesn't come up. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I uh, when I got promoted to major, mm-hmm. you know, I wore I first time I had to wear my dress green uniform. I, was, I put the major clover leaf, whatever the heck it is. I put it up upside down on my uniform. <laughs> <laughs> this guy goes, "You just do not care, do you?" I was like, "I, I honestly don't." Right. It's, you know, I honestly, yeah. I honestly yeah. don't. I, I that that part of the military, I did not. Right. I did not subscribe to. Uh, I guess I was like General Grant. General Grant famously or infamously, depending on what's how you view how you this, look at it, yeah. he wore a private's uniform with with general uh, rank on it. Really? 
Yeah, so uh, you know, private uniform at that time was very rough and very okay. Uh, and he just didn't adorn it with anything. Didn't wear his medals. <coughs> didn't wear anything that he was authorized to wear. Just you know, General Grant. So, yeah, right. like, what, whatever. Yeah, we're right. all in this. Right. I'm a soldier. You're That's a soldier. Right. Yeah. You know, going further sideways on this idea, I read I read on uh, on the internets the other day that the Marine Corps has now authorized on their name strips the use of like. Accent Igu and accent grave, you know, all these like yeah. little stuff that you, you know, and I, the yeah, like dashes, yeah, dashes and all the little and things that, yeah, you can, you know, Steve Smith senior or something, yeah. you know, whatever, uh, things I that say, they, you say something. Yeah. About I that. did say something about it because it, I thought it was so funny because in my era, which is in the mid eighties to mid nineties, the Marine Corps did not have names on their uniforms at all. Marine. They, t- they did the or same, Marines. they had the same battle dress uniform we did in the army, but they Stamped. It was a stamp of. Oh. It just said Marine, and didn't have the didn't have the uh, the, sh- the the globe, the globe and, and anchor or yeah. whatever that thing is. Yeah, yeah. It's just a Marine. So, I, and I, you know, guys of that era, were like it was only the Army. It matters what your name is. It doesn't matter. What, like Rock. It doesn't matter what your name is. That's right. Your name's Marine. Yeah. <laughs> now get in line. Let's like, go. Right. But then it, this article was so funny in its wokeism because it was like, well, now people's individuality can be better. I'm like, what? Can I put my pronouns on there? I mean, you know. I'm not a huge admirer of what the Marines try to do, but there's <laughs> their fellow warriors. Sure. It's good to know yeah. they're back there in case you need them. Yeah. Right. Dark. But Absolutely. I, that was one of the Marine Corps things that I thought was really cool. Yeah. That, kind of a commendable way of looking yeah, at it. It's yeah. It's like, you, you know, that's a really I am third way to be. And, uh, and they didn't wear any stuff like the Army. We, you know, Army, you'd have all this stuff. You went to Ranger School. Ribbons, and, ribbons things, and stuff. Yeah. And at some point in time, I just stopped wearing all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I just said, you know. Are you, like, did you get in trouble for that? No, I mean, there's a minimum you had to wear. You had to wear okay. U.S. Army uh, and your and your your name, your uh-huh. last name, uh-huh. your rank, and your uh, basic branch. You okay. Know, so people could look at you yeah. and go, oh, you're an ordnance officer or, you're, yeah. you know, whatever, air defense artillery officer, whatever. You had to wear that as minimum. Okay. And uh, But outside of that, it didn't matter. Outside of that, it was up to you. Okay. You know, and uh, most guys, of course, would wear everything. And I did for half the, my career. And then sure. half, I was like, I'm not wearing any of that stuff. Yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I'm a minimal soldier. Frank. I don't have so sheets. I know you are. I don't have sheets. I, don't I know. Have, sheets? I got, that's for other people. I literally, I, I'm not, this part I'm not making up. I mean, I have a poncho liner that I, I exited the service with in 1994. I still, many nights, just sleep on it. I just get on top of the quilt and sleep on, on that. Really? Yeah. All right, I believe you. Yeah. I can't believe Marjorie puts up with that. But, well, we don't, or doesn't care. We don't, just sleep, whatever. Neither do we retire, nor do we emerge at the same time. Uh, same problem in my house. There is a there is a <laughs> crossover van of maybe three hours. Yeah, at best. Yes. But sometimes it's even less than that. Is she, so she's a night owl. She's a night owl. My wife is the same way. Yep. Like, she'll stay up till two in the morning. I don't get that at all. I'm like, in fact, this it's funny you say that, because legitimately this happened last night. I woke up at three, because um, that's... You know, sometimes that happens. Right. My alarm is set for for three forty five. Right, and then, you know, every once in a while you you wake up before your alarm. So how it goes, right? Right. right. So I woke up. I, and it was probably maybe it was just before three, but it was right around three. Right. And in order to, because I was just going to use the restroom, and then I thought, you know, in order to not disturb my wife, I sat. You know, I just crawled in the recliner. Right. And I was like, I'll just read and do my stuff. You know, over here in the corner. Yeah. You know, and and not get back in bed because right. I don't want to disturb her. And this morning she was like, I'm sorry that you felt like you couldn't get back in bed. And I was like, you were supposed to be asleep. Yeah. She was like, oh, I was just going to bed. And I was like, yeah. what are you, nuts? There have been, there's yeah. definitely times where I yeah. get up to get my cup of coffee, first cup of coffee, uh-huh. get going. 
And uh, Marjorie's not asleep. <laughs> well, she might be in there. She's in my room. Because right. I, I have a room, uh-huh. my room, which the, she hangs out in all the time. With. The well, Dave room. Uh, yeah, the man cave. Yeah. but And she's oftentimes in there. I was like, our crossover. I saw our Venn diagram is now zero. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But uh, yeah. I see that as a, as a feature, not a bug, because uh, the a huge upside of that is that she will stay up until that, one of our last little... Chickadees is yes. back in the roost, and uh, yeah, and I, I won't. Uh, I, I can't. I would do my best. Oh, would you not sleep at all? I would have to like stand and walk it, you yeah, know, or something. Right, That's right. the only way. It would because if I sit right. down, even it's right. over. It's Forget over. it. So, uh, yeah. So there's. I don't uh, know why we got off on that tangent. Oh, because you're a Spartan man. You don't Spartan have blankets. Man. You sleep with your right. woobie, and that's and the way it goes. She doesn't really care. She's not really there at the moment that you know yeah. happens. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so getting back to the Mister Vice, circling back to the Mister Vice. Yeah is he's the guy who makes this thing function. And he has to have an eye for detail, and he's also got to be absolutely unafraid to be what I call the right kind of asshole, an irritant with a purpose. That's to say, but he's, if I'm, if I'm remembering or understanding it correctly, like, it's kind of, it's, it's sort of lighthearted-ish. Like, he's supposed to make jokes, and he kind of pokes, but it's like... Jokes and pokes. Right? Isn't that right? That's right. Yeah. So uh, I do have some... Mr. Vice attributes, yeah. one of which is I like to joke and poke. Right. But uh, in, in your average Special Forces Battalion, that's not that rare. Uh, fair. You know, that's fair. Not, that's not yeah. that rare. So being a joke and poker, you know, uh, that to me, it comes naturally. I hope most of the time I'm, I'm an irritant with, with a purpose, not a purposeless irritant, right. although I have my moments. Fair. Um, but the, the, <laughs> right. The purpose of the irritant, I think the analogy, it's been a little while since I read what I wrote. Uh, the analogy is that sunburn is a warning, right? That you just sun point, right? You sunburn, you're like, oh, right. I gotta be oh, careful about that. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be the sunburn, uh-huh. just burn you a little bit, right? Keep you from getting skin cancer, right? Right. right. But right. if you won't say anything, right? Right. And, and that's the point of the chapter is that men are, have become beaten down, and it's it's un MC ish to mm-hmm. not be willing to be uh, a purposeless irritant or well, a pur- purposeful, purposeful irritant. irritant. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the, the right kind of asshole. Right, and it's because I saw something, uh, and and you know we've talked about him before. I've had him on the other podcast, uh, Ryan Mickler, the Order of Man guy. Yeah, you know, and, and he takes he's a little more hard nosed and a little more extreme. Sure, um, he's a hot drink uh, uh, imbibing f cam. I don't know if he. I, I think he must be. I think yeah. he has to be. He's he certainly. Um, D- does not well. Anyway, it's not important where he I stands on his, but he is an F cam. Yeah, um, he is F cam, and he will drink. He will, I think he will. He'll drink hit the hot. Cake. He certainly doesn't mind having him sponsor his podcast. Yeah, I'll say that. That's right. Um, Black Rifle Coffee. You're an F cam. <laughs> that seems out of character. That seems, <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Whatever. Okay. Um, but to be encouraging uh, he, he he knocked something out on Twitter the other day, and he, and he was like, uh, basically, he said like, if you don't say anything, you're a coward. With no principles. Yeah. Now, you're a fat head. It's it's extreme. Right. You know, the way he said it. You know. Right. But the the point is 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 there, right? right? Like if you just sort of sit by and go, and you know, we would we would maybe even throw that into the the category of the, um, you know, kind of the uh, you know first day games, right? You know, whatever it might sure. be. But if you if you just sit back and just sort of watch, now I'm not saying you need to have an opinion on the thing I'm about to bring up here in just a second. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that. Uh, you know, you don't have to have an opinion and feel free to share it with every everyone about you, every single no. world event that happens. It's the skin cancer. But it's the skin cancer. Right. The yeah. things that are a existential threat to the community yeah. or the organization. Like, if you won't speak about that. We got a problem. We got we got a problem. And, uh, you know, closely related is the fat Ted who says who makes bold statements with which we all disagree or with which we all agree. 
Right. Like, well, I don't care who hears it. I'm in favor of love. Oh, well, that was bold. <laughs> right. Fat, fat Ted. Well, he, and, he, you know, he makes them uh, uh, whilst licking his finger and holding it to the air to right, see which right. way the wind is blowing. I guess right? I should say, amend that, to which we all just all agree and or are the, really more, are, are the popular opinions. Right. Of the of the of the day, right? right. But the, but they're the same thing, or right? not the same thing, but right. they, but both criteria. That's right, right. And uh, and uh, oftentimes they're meaningless. So <laughs> a good fat Tedism, you know, I know it's like, <laughs> was during COVID uh-huh. to say, well, we need to find a way to. to I, I'm sorry, I stand for ways that everyone will be protected. I'm like, that's not really leadership, man. Right. You know, to say that because uh, we have to balance the the need to restrict with the need to, to get on with life right. and make a living and there's a risk and right. reward there's a risk and reward and leadership is you know mission first man always right right it's like figuring out how we accomplish what we're supposed to be doing here and take care of people i think mission first man always is going to be you know when people really settle down about covid and i can talk about it again right. without you know, raising the ire <laughs> of people that just cannot handle so it so sometime in like 2099 yeah having a grown up discussion yeah. but it's a great way to illustrate this yeah is that you know the mission of the community uh, is to 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 sustain ourselves, to engage in commerce, to have our kids educated, all the things we need to do. You know, and then how do we do that at the same time? Make sure that everyone is cared for, right? And and it, you know that so that that that's an army thing. It's like your job as a, as a military leader. It's mission first men always. So like you have to accomplish the mission and always take care of the men. Well, it seems like it's mutually exclusive, right? You know, it's not. No. But there are right, times, right? And I, I remember specifically saying when I was taught that, as a, you know, in school, I was like, "Well, how do you do that?" And the older, you know, whether it's Sergeant, I don't remember exactly what it was. He's like, "That's why you're here." Right. If it was easy, right? No, we wouldn't need a leader. That's what just... the that's what the leader is for, right. and the, that means <clears throat> he says things that he knows, and he does things that he knows. Not everyone can handle. Not everyone is ready for, but they have to be done in the moment, right? right. And now that we're seeing that there was more deaths from alcohol-related things over right. these two years. And these kids, Suicide and all kinds of other things in, that are in Charlotte, piling up. Or in the county, third graders are, 15% of third graders are reading on school average now. That makes no sense. It makes no a, sense, but, but it's, it's real. Right. It's perfectly foreseeable. Yeah. To, and if you're going to... We shut school down for two years. I can't believe nobody's reading well. Perfectly foreseeable. And in the moment when... We just went, I guess what we did was go men always right. without mission first. Yeah. Right. And that's where the Mr. Vice comes in and he says, wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. That's not the way we need to do this. Right. If we do that, if we don't, if we don't provide attention here, right. Right. If we don't find the right spot with that and we, well, what are you saying? You want people to die? No, no, no. no I'm not saying I want that. What but I, I do understand right, that's right. that they probably will. And if you are going to lead men out on a mission, on a military mission to accomplish something, and, and somebody said, well, some of us might die if we do that, yeah, that's exactly right. Correct. Yeah. That's, it, it's um, th- When I talk about leadership stuff, sometimes I talk about this as transformational leadership. This is kind of one of the highest forms, in my mind, of leadership. And that is when you, you're, because you're constantly faced with these choices where if you choose this, you get dynamically less of, of this that. thing. Right. And you have to find the right tension right. in that right moment. In that right moment. Given the right time span, you know, right. or whatever that you're dealing with, right? And so it, that's, it's so funny because, you know, and, and we know it's not an F3 podcast, but we talk about F3 because that's what we do. But I have talked about this now almost ad nauseum with, you know, the, the F3 leadership team for the nation where, you know, all we talk about is like, well, yeah, that's right. It's tension. It's all 
tension. Always. There yeah. is no set it and forget it. It is an absolutely like sometimes it is just tearing the guts out of you and you're frustrated as hell because right. you're like, but I, right. all I want to do is make a decision and then have it be good enough and let it, let it ride. Right. It's not balance. Oh, sorry, friend. It's not balance. I, was right. like, oh, I know you're sick of me saying this, but it's no, not no. balance because balance is, is static. It's a misnomer. Yeah. There's it's no static, way to do it. Right. Whereas tension is not right. Right. It's like a guy it's wire. An animate that's a, thing. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's explode. So a dynamic tension, right? Yeah. Balance doesn't, doesn't require force. There's no, I mean, the, the one, there's one force gravity, right. you know, that's it. But in, in attention, there's innumerable forces right. that are at right. play all the time. That's right. So taking two inert substances and yeah. then, and then seeing how much gravity is affected or right. how much gravity affects, that's what weighing is, right? Right. right. My non-science knowledge here, <laughs> but that's what weighing something is. Like right. you take something that is inert yeah, and to see how much gravity is, Right, that's weight. That's it. Right. So if you compare the two, that's what keeping right. them in balance. Right. You're keeping these two things in balance. I got a balance being, you know, balance. Right. Right. Uh, but tension <clears throat> is something completely different. Right. Yeah. Uh, balance doesn't require any leadership. No, it doesn't. You just there's put no decision making. That's right. Like either, either they weigh or they don't weigh, and right. that's it. That's right. That's right. So um, that takes us to the thing you wanted to talk about. I think with that as a backdrop, it does. It does. So go <clears throat> ahead, because the dark one. Uh, as I walked into the peasy, <laughs> I was gonna as I walked into the peasy, he was like, oh, "I want to talk about this." I'm like, "I'll talk about that." Well, the first thing I said, Dread opens. I open the door and, and I look him right in the eye and I said, "Listen to me, you keep my wife's name out of your freaking <laughs> he mouth." He did, so I could tell it was on his mouth. <laughs> Where did that expression come from? I have. Is there a movie? Is that I from Training know. Day or something? I don't know. Get her name out of your mouth. I what is, what is that? I don't know. I truly don't know. Right. Yeah, Look, it, is, that, that, I'm going to put that in the list of things. That I, I, it's an expression I don't really get. Right. And I'm not sure what's trying to be evoked and why that's such a clapback, why people applaud. You know, I, it's the same thing, right? When somebody, when a political leader says, I've got your back, like uh, you don't know me. Right. You, there's, you, you, you couldn't even point to where my yeah, back is my, right my, now. Yeah. My shield lock doesn't have my back, they have my side. Ah. And my followers don't have my back because. You know, I don't have their back because I'm leading them. Right. That's behind me. Right. right. Yeah. That's right. Right. And so th there's no th there's no real time when I want someone to have my back. Fair. But if I did, it wouldn't be your wouldn't average. Be you. <laughs> wouldn't be you. Right. Like if my back needed to be had. Yeah. JB, it, you ain't the guy. It, yeah. It, you know, well, I'm not picking on anybody. Uh, in, I, general. in general. In general. I'm, I'm just saying in general, because yeah. I'm going to say this about all politicians. I, You know. Uh, you know, I, they're, they're generally, you know, it's, you know, absent the, those one or two guys that, you know, that are demonstrative leaders and right. usually they were in the military or whatever, but I don't want to do that. I just want to say it, it from a sense of a distant political leader, right. the governance at a distance. Yeah. No, you, it's a very personal thing to say. I think what they're saying is. You know, I'm I'm going to support you. I'm, I'm looking I'm gonna, out for your best I'm interest. I'm going to fight for you. Yeah. But that's not really what a politician is supposed well, to do. That's what I was going to say is, you know, I, I joke about a, an individual person or whatever it is, but really, that's not the function of a politician right, right. to have my back. Right. That's right. I mean, that's not what they're for. If they're not. That's not what they're for. And but that that's at level one. But at level two, like I said, having my back means you're behind me. Why right. the heck? Where why would you be back? There? Why would you be you're back to be there? Leading. Right. Yeah. So you know, like there's old Jody. You know. Uh, the old C-130 Jody is like, um, if, how's it going now? C-130 going down the strip. Everybody, uh, Airborne to go trip. trip. Stand up, hook up, shuffle, shuffle through the, the door. door. 
Jump right out and count to four. If my chute don't open wide, I've got another one by my side. side. Yeah. Not on my back. Right. You know, it's actually on your front. That's where the reserve is. It's it's, on, yeah. it's hanging between your leg or it's on your yeah, yeah. on your belly. But I've got another one by my side. You know, if I fail in a right. given day, right. dark is on my side. Got him by my side. Absolutely. Right? right. So I'd love to hear, actually, just so it would be different. You know, have the have one of a senator say, have one of our senators from North Carolina say, "I've got your side." Yeah, yeah, I've got your side. I'm I'm right there with you, fighting along with you. Right. Yeah. But isn't we're all in it together? Isn't that the same? Okay, and that one. I know. I, I, I that was on purpose. I that's, apologize. That's not like you know, man. We went. We did. We had a. We had a hump day Thursday last night here in Metro. Yeah. I saw some pics. Yeah, we were uh, very actually right around the corner from yeah, uh, at the from, Rhino Market. Yeah, the Rhino Market. So for those of you who don't know Charlotte, uh, the west side of Charlotte where we currently are has become kind of a and the south side and west side of Charlotte come kind of a millennial heaven. Hey, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. There's a lot of breweries and a lot of condos, a lot of stuff lot over of here, which over here now at this part part of town was not was was kind of lost. Oh yeah. You know, it's been reclaimed. It's a wonderful part of the, the New Jerusalem miracle. But so we were over here last night, uh, and uh, listening to some some jazz music, uh-huh. uh, and the reason why is because the jazz trio included Efri Metro's own Shimei. Pardon me, I did not know. Own Shimei. Anyway, so we had we had good twenty five thirty yeah, Metro a bunch, guys. A bunch yeah. of guys in the picture. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. I didn't know there was any pictures out there on the internet, but these guys, uh, like Checkpoint, who uh-huh. to some degree, uh, Mr. Vice is based upon. Right, uh, because he serves that function for for, sure. the, for the F three board uh, and F three Boy Scout. These old old men, part of my Snifty crew, you know, yeah, s- yeah. still potent and sniffing sixty. <laughs> so, so part of the Snifty crew, uh, we were we were down there last night, and they trying to stir me up. Sure, stir me up on stuff. I was like, yeah, sure. trying to agitate me, like, right. hey, what do you think of Coach K's final game? I'm like, stop it. That's enough of that. I'm not falling for that. <laughs> That's right. But as long as you asked. <laughs> but since you bring it up. Yeah. So we had like a little mini dining. Yeah. You know, a little mini dining in last night. Yeah. Ish. You know, ish. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. Uh, so anyway, back to that. As as we walked in here, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Right? So I said, you know, keep my wife's name, and of course that's a reference. And if you've been sleeping under a not Chris Rock, but a, a large boulder type rock, then you don't know. But if you haven't been sleeping under that rock, then you know what happened at the Academy Awards, uh, the Oscars, uh, the other night, and Will Smith, uh, you know, Chris Rock is hosting. Uh, he was no, he host- was not hosting. He was he was presenting. He an has award. hosted in the past. He has. I'm sorry, but he yeah. was he was presenting an award or getting yep. ready to, uh, and making jokes because he's a I don't know if you know this comedian, comedian. Uh, and so he made some joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, which Will Smith laughed at and then realized I wasn't supposed to laugh at that. Right. So I'm gonna pretend you don't know what he's talking about because that's his wife. Oh, fair. Right. Yes. Jada, yes. Jada. Yes. I, Jada Pinkett Smith. Smith. Yes. Hyphen. Before this, I had no idea that who his wife was or oh. Never heard of her. Don't know any movie she was in. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, couldn't have told you. So yeah, fair point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he. So Chris Rock makes a joke about. She's an actress. She is right. Uh, Chris Rock makes a joke about Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett, and Will initially laughs and then realizes that was not like that. Jada was very unhappy. What, what was the joke? <laughs> I'm I'm getting there. Don't. Uh, and so the joke. Uh, so Jada has alopecia now. Has developed this, um, and so is. Was, has been losing like patches of hair. And so she went ahead and just, you know, shaved it all off bald. Sure. Chris Rock says, uh, 
you know, hey, Jada, what, can't wait for G.I. Jane 2 to come out. And if you're not familiar with that reference, that's a Demi Moore movie from probably 1992, yeah. somewhere in three, four. And anyway, she shaves her head. And she'd shaved her head for the, the movie. Right. And, uh, and so, ha, 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 because, you know, Jada had shaved her head. Now, you know, you can believe whatever report you want about whether Chris Rock actually knew whether she did or didn't have alopecia. He claims he didn't know. But even so, at, at best, that's a pretty, uh, a pretty mild joke. And what I thought was really funny is, uh, you know, Ricky Gervais, who has hosted the Oscars in the past and has just been skewer, like horrifying Flame to people. Throw. I mean, like yeah. where people were like sitting uncomfortably, like sure. you could see it in their faces, like horribly uncomfortable right. in the seats. He's like, well, I wouldn't have made that joke. I would have made a joke about her infidelity. Because, because as we found out, she's they're in some sort of strange open marriage. That's right. That, that, and, and that arrangement came about because she had the very long standing uh, adulterous relationship with some other man. Uh, and it was like over several years and it was like, Oh yeah, no, we that's one way to fix it. Right. Just be like, Oh no. All right. Yeah. Are you cheating on me? <clears throat> nah. No, not if we say I'm allowed to. Right. <laughs> I ain't cheating if you're allowed to do that's it. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So, and I guess we would be in a position of this is not a very nice thing to say other than after all this came out, I went and looked it up and they, they sat sure enough. openly and talked about it. Right. Like on TV, on TV. And you're like, like, you know, okay, and then you wonder why their kid is all. I don't crazy. wonder. I didn't anyway, know that part. Yeah, he's not quite right. But uh, long story longer. Then uh, at this point, he makes this GI Jane joke. Will Smith laughs. Then decides it's not funny after all because Jada didn't look happy. Hops up on the stage, and it, any number of scenarios where he that or a decision he could have made. His decision was to slap Chris Rock across the face. Then to as returning to his seat as he returned to his seat say, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth twice. He yes, said twice. Right. He <clears throat> did not say, I've got your back. He did not. He also did not say, we're in this together. He did not he, say that. He did not say that. He did not say that. <laughs> and so that, that's what he said, right? And so now, and then you watch all, of course, everyone has a great hot take. I thought about writing, <laughs> I thought about writing and saying like, well, clearly as president of F3 Nation, this was going right. to be my April Fool's joke right. for the day. Right. Clearly as president of F3 Nation, this, you know, this issue is very, very, uh, you know, important to, uh, to all of us. And uh, it's, I think it's important that I go ahead and let you know where the nation stands on this uh, and, you know, kind of just go through the whole, like all, April Fool's all the machinations yeah. about, right. you know, and, you know, wh why it's important that we make a, stand, a statement and blah, 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 yeah. blah, and then go all the whole, down the whole thing and then basically say, like, uh, my statement is, I don't care and neither should you. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the dumbest waste of time and breath that any of us have ever, like, this is so ridiculous. And so the reason I thought it would be interesting to talk about now is because it's sort of, it kind of plays into this vice-ish thing, right? So they've come together. They're having kind of a dining in, Hollywood elite types, right? They've got a guy up there who's kind of, you know, joking and poking. Mr. Vison. Mr. Vison. And then, whereas a, a centurion would laugh and kind of go, it's a joke, and we're adults, right? Or let's say that he was super duper offended, like it really did cut him, and it was really offensive. I think that at that point, a a possible solution could be, well, then why don't you do this? Why don't you stand up and just leave? Like if you're that offended and it really hurt you that bad, then you stand up and you leave. Like that's that's a semi reasonable thing to do. But to stand up and then the, the thing I don't get is where's the outrage, right? But to stand up, hop up on stage, and then assault another man. There's lots of gates of wrong. That I mean, it passes like, through, right? Right? Yeah. So, so as we relate it back then to, so you got Chris, Chris Rock, Vison, 
being acting as doing what he was supposed to do. Okay, making so jokes. if you bring a comedian in, right? To so that's what they do, right? It's kind of kind of the deal. That's that's what they do, and especially they, in those in right. those shows and those kinds of things, right? I mean, the roasting right. and kind of right. poking is the deal. So part of what the Mr. Vice thing is, like the good Mr. Vice, if you're trying to pick one, mm-hmm. it doesn't work if he's not funny, right? And and is not good at picking out idiosyncrasies because well, then he's the wrong kind right. of right. a hole, right? right? Now he, Mr. Vice, might poke some fun at like the new lieutenants or whatever. He might, mm-hmm. but most of his fire is going to be at the um at the um at the commander at yeah. the at the boss yeah, the leaders the leaders yeah. the slt of the unit yeah. right uh because that's what he's there to do right Be, and 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 it's what the ethic is that they take it and, right and laugh along with it or pretend to be mad and then laugh but i mean at, at, you know a, a brittle battalion commander you know a colonel who cannot handle that right who's been in the army for 20 years uh, cannot handle it. If he can't handle that, right, right, he ain't emotionally strong enough to be, be in battle. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's right. you know, and so that I don't know. As I watched that and kind of seen the clips and you know all the again all the, right. the rhetoric and the right. hot takes that kind of go right. with it, I'm like, so here's so here we are. Yeah, here right. we are. You know, uh, and I don't like to do the whole like. Well, if it was so and so, this is what would have happened. Or right. if this was happening on the other side of the aisle, this is what would right. happen. I don't, right. I don't particularly care for that, but I do find it kind of strange that there are so many people that suddenly are like, "Well, thank goodness he's standing up for women." I, you know, a couple of things. For number one, is I'm suffering from alopecia myself. Right. So uh, at one point, my eyebrows fell off. You know, half yeah. the hair on my face fell out. Right. Still got chunks at the back, out of the back of my head. Swiper says to me the other day, he's like, yeah, my wife asked me if you were okay. I was like, okay, what? And what was she? She was sitting behind you at church. She thought you might be going through <laughs> chemotherapy. <laughs> you know, right? Right? I mean, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was like, I would much rather have, I think the, because this is the second time I've had it in two years. I think it's a COVID yeah. thing. You know? I think you're right, yeah. Uh, but Cindy saw me and comes oh, up behind gosh, me on it, and he's like, what in the hell are right. you doing in the back of your head? Whatever that, whatever new style you're wearing. He's, <laughs> he's just crushing it. Cause he's it, just crushing me. And I was yeah. like, for all you know, I have, I'm going through chemo. He's like, I wouldn't care. I know. <laughs> it's so bad. But I mean, talk about a guy who's kind of, that would be perfect, Mr. Vice. Oh, yeah. But I think this is a service that men provide for each other. Yeah. Uh, is we just, we normalize things that you might be worried about. Particularly, Yankee guys are like this. Okay. Like, if you have a larger-than-average nose right? Uh, growing up in, in the part of Connecticut where I'm from, it's probably, it's quite likely your nickname is going to be the Schnoz. Sure. Or something like that. Right. And if it is, um, not only do you can, can you stop worrying about it, right? Yeah. You, um, by the time you're like a senior in high school, you got shirts that say the schnoz on them. Right. I mean, you, you kind of embrace it. You embrace it's like it. a thing, right? Yeah, you embrace it. Yeah. Because it, when you kind of, when you poke fun at a guy out of love, right? what you do is you allow him to laugh at himself and see that he's beloved, whatever he's, his thing notwithstanding, right? right? Yeah. You know, uh, well, right. Like, so if you, 
if you do something idiotic and you know you're embarrassed about it, the best thing that happens is people can laugh. You know, your, your buds right. can laugh at you and poke right. fun at you right. about it, right? Well, that's kind of what I, I mean, one of the many things that I just love about uh, getting an F3 nickname. Right, because that's a Because that's a quick, the whole, you it's know. It's a quick reflection. I'll give you an example. Because we had an FNG this morning. And he's a Marine. Um, and he's a pilot. Uh, and so he... he <laughs> He had, you know, a pilot mustache. Sure. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. And um, so, you know, guys were, and so I have this, I've got- A non-ironic mustache. A non-ironic mustache, Which only Flight Nurse and Tom Tom Selleck Selleck and this guy. And this guy. Yeah, Yeah, it's like the three. And that guy, well, you don't watch it, but there's a guy who played for uh, St. Peter's who was wearing a mustache uh, in the final four, or then the final, because he made it to the Sweet 16 or whatever. Okay. So three guys. There you go. Okay, there yeah, you go. Right. Yeah, there's three or four guys that are yeah, allowed to do this right. anyway. But uh, flight nurse has got a good mustache. He does, yeah. and and actually, when he shaves it, I don't. I don't. Want, yeah, not good. yeah, it's not good. Yeah. He needs to keep it. Right. Um, no, how we call him flight nurse? Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Right. Exactly. Right. So this guy, he shows up, and of course, he's super good spirited about the whole sure. thing, and he's. And he and I said, you know, I'm giving him all kinds of harassment about his mustache, right. and he was like, you know, the funny thing is, is I, I um. I grew this mustache because you know the pilot emoji on your Apple phone has you know the, the pilot one has a little mustache. Okay, that makes sense. Right? Want to look like the yeah right. And I was like, right. so you know I have all these thoughts of like, you know, the new emoji that came out right. of a pregnant man. You know, and I was like, we could call it pregnant man. We could call all you know, like yeah. all, all this kind of stuff. Just right? call him emoji or yeah. emoji emoji. Right, yeah. exactly. You know, all yeah. these different thoughts. Right. Ultimately, you know, so I'm just I'm just relentless on this guy. And I, every time we would stop to do something, I'd be like. FNG, tell us one more fact about yourself. You know, I've <laughs> right. gotten in this habit where I just kind of, that's right. how I do it, right? And um, so we get, we get down to this one place and I was like, uh, FNG, how much do you charge for a mustache ride? And he, goes, <laughs> he, goes, he goes, oh, I work for tips. You know, and, it, ah, and he, he just good. slapped it right out, right, right? right? So what do we name him? Work for tips. Work for tips. Right, that's his WFT. name. WFT, I just he, call him tips. Exactly, right. and that's exactly it, right? right? And the guy's like, oh, we can call him tips. This is so funny, right. you know? And right. he, and now again, a military guy, so I guess he, he gets it, right? right? But that is, to me, that's like the beauty of it. You know, all these things, because you're, you don't, all the hangups you had, all that kind of stuff, it's all gone. You know, you don't even worry about any right. of that crap. We don't worry about any of that right. crap. And in fact, to prove to you that we're not worried about any of that crap, we're going to, we're going to exemplify, like we're going to enhance, like, um, right. you know, call attention to sure. this, this thing that you so thought we're gonna you We're going to highlight. Hated. We're going to yeah, make a feature, feature exactly. out of what you think might be a bug. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then, and then go see, right. you, just like us. Right. Yeah, you guys. one of us. Yeah, right? we're all broken. We all got weird stuff. All got Just weird come stuff. On. Like you, you're worried that you know, uh, and and the the brittleness and the ego. Getting back to this yeah. thing, it's funny how Will Smith's instinct apparently was right because initially he laughed because it's funny because it's funny. Now it, it's even funny if she has all peace. In fact, it's a kindness. Right. This is the thing I think it's lost. It's a kindness. Yeah. Because if you're worried about it, and somebody said, and somebody. Like, think about it. Let's say you had something you're really worried about. Right. Something makes you different. Right. right? Now, of course, if you're bullied, it's, you know, if you're bullied or whatever. They, but sure. You, we're not talking you, about that. You you know the difference. Right. We're also, right? These are also grown-ass people. They're also people that got on TV and talked about being unfaithful to one another. <laughs> I would think an alopecia joke <laughs> would be of small. Level. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I can, you know, and so the, the Mr. Vice things, you know, they, they, that's if it, an organization of people, yeah. whoever these people in Hollywood, they seem very odd to me. Right. They, they really need some Mr. Vices. And, and now, I mean, if the, the horrible thing about it, the real downside to this is 
he, what Will Smith should have been booed. Oh yeah, he should have been asked. He, he should have been totally should have leave immediately. Right, he should be arrested. He should have been I mean, arrested. Yeah. Until you, like, Chris Rock didn't have to press charge. They don't need to have to. If they, right. if, a, if a sheriff is there, right. the sheriff's deputy is on security. Should arrest him immediately. Tased that dude. Yeah, the guy <laughs> did. You know, he committed an assault. Right, a battery. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that that. But they they applaud him. Oh, it gets and, a standing ovation. Right. And as now a it's like you know who was right. What do you mean who was right? Yeah, how are we having this conversation? Who was right? And, and, and what what it illustrated to me is people don't understand how important Mr. Vice is. Right? No, they don't. They don't. They understand. Don't. And they don't understand it. They don't understand that centurion like behavior that is critical to holding the middle. Right. I mean, it really is because you know they're all saying things like, "Well, Jada, Jada shouldn't have to take it." You know, women have been taking it forever. You know, she shouldn't have to put up with jokes. It what? would make her a. It would make her a much stronger person. It would make her a much stronger person. Much stronger. A much person. much stronger. Person. My fifteen, sixteen-year-old daughter uh, has been playing um, soccer on a high school team on JV team, and mm-hmm. she's been getting more playing time. And I said, "Do you like everybody on the team?" She's like, "Well, the girl ahead of me is gives me a lot of grief." I said, "What yeah. do you mean ahead of you?" She's like, "The girl, like the t- playing time I'm starting to get is coming at her expense." Ah. Uh, and okay. she's a year older, and right. you know whatever, and she she uh, gives me like she's. She told me a couple of things that she said. Yeah. I said, well, what, yeah. how'd you react to that? She goes, I laughed. Right. I said, why'd you laugh? She goes, because I recognize where it's coming from. She's just, you know. Yeah. And um, a couple of things she said were actually funny. <laughs> you got a, you got a, a Ms. Vice. Yeah. So, I mean, the, yeah. she grew up as the youngest of three daughters, uh-huh. three girls. Right. Who gave each other unbelievable amounts of grief. Yeah. With two fairly sarcastic and skeptical <laughs> and, and non-relenting although I, yeah although i yeah because my position has been with my kids is i've hardly punished them yeah i've hardly i've i i smacked one on the bottom after 75 warnings right you know once uh and that's so funny we were very similar parent but, but, but yeah. i have unrelentlessly Mock them when they have done dumb stuff, <laughs> and 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 unreal, you know, just uh-huh. just you know when they've done something selfish or whatever, right? right? You know, like yeah. I said, you know, when you're all done taking care of your yourself, there, you know, like some, whatever, right. Right? right? You know, unrelentlessly, and I I think that that has, I hope, it's made them more made made them more durable. My law partner was is coaching his son's little league team, and he said to me, I was talking about practice, I said. He's having trouble finding kids who aren't afraid to catch the ball and, you know, whatever, getting through that. And I said, well, you should do what my dad did with me when I was that age. He tied me to a tree and he threw a ball at, threw the ball and hit me in the chest with it until I wasn't afraid anymore. I was just kidding. He didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but we started laughing because, yeah, I got the other kids. I, yeah. One parent emailed me and said, please don't play my kid in a catcher. The catcher is the hardest position right. to play and right. scariest for a little kid. Sure. And um, I said, uh, had you been is playing this fast this? pitch? It's 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 coach pitch. Okay. No, is it? I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway. Machine pitch. Okay. And I said, uh, so you've been playing him a catcher? And he's like, no. I mean, it's like the email is preemptive. Right. I said, so what are you going to do? He's like, play the kid a catcher. Right. I mean, <laughs> Be the best thing for him. It absolutely. Would. I mean. And, it, and it's what I don't. I mean. Why would you want to shield? If you're. If you're, why would you want to shield J.D. Pinkett Smith from, isn't shielding her from that kind of good-natured criticism part and parcel of what leads her to believe that it's okay to openly 
right. sleep with one man. I, I'm right. just well, no, that's uh, you're exactly right. I was going to say that's the the critical part of the Mister Vice to me is that willingness, and that's why you have to have one on your SLT. You have right. to have one on your shield. Like you have to have these right. guys because somebody's got to be the guy that tells you. Oh, I know you thought you were special, but you're not. Special. But you're not. You're not special, and you're going to have to join the rest of us. That's right. And you know, and because otherwise, you start believing, like these people do, that you know their poop doesn't stink. Right. There's no way to do anything wrong. Right. They're privileged somehow. You know that they have different rules than the rest of us have. Right. It's it's the way they function. Right. Yeah. Right. So you know, like if you had said to me, you know, in a uh, whetstone that, um, you know, you spent a lot of time with this woman that you'd met because she's your soulmate and you know right Uh you went through this whole thing and said you know uh, i'm just really glad that i found you know i I find you know i can i can balance all these things right what would i say after i regained consciousness after you knocked the hell out i would have will smith you i I would emotionally will smith you (laughs) yeah you know because uh that's my job yeah and i certainly wouldn't let you know i would not let you wander out of that meeting thinking that that I, I in any way will uh, endorse that behavior. Yeah, even even uh, condoned it by not saying something. Right. That's right. By letting it pass and just be like, right. oh, that's okay, right. cool. That's right. Whatever. Right. Nope, that's not the way no. it is at all. Yeah. Uh, you get, you're going to get a lot of binder jokes and a lot of Brigham Young, you know. Well. Right. So you know what they did to your boy Smith on that one? They tarred him, feathered him. Right. And you're about sexually, to get the same thing. Yeah, it's about you need an emotional tar and feathering to wake you up. Yeah. You know. Because uh, that that that's wrong, right? So yeah. I, I mean, that's that's kind of the Mister Vice right. idea. Is there's got to be men in the community who find a way. Now, you have to find a way to do it that's not preachy and judgmental, and the you know humor is a. I think that's why stand up comedians ad, ad, exist amongst us, right? Somebody's yeah. like, you know, law, you lawyers, you just you know, we didn't invent ourselves, right? You people got us here. People, yeah, people <laughs> couldn't resolve their disputes without killing each other, right? You know, we. <laughs> You know, they, they so they start petitioning the king, and the king's like, "Who? You know, what's next?" The guy can't articulate his his claim or his defense, right? And he's like, "Well, who who shall speak for this man?" And some jackass comes in. I guess I'll try. The first lawyer's born, right? 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 He didn't mean to do it. <laughs> he went, Wait a second. He he didn't do it. He wasn't even there. Well, we have proof he was there. Well, if he was there, he didn't do it. Well, we have proof he did it. If he did, he didn't mean to do it. <laughs> Anyway, it shouldn't be illegal to do it. That's, That's basically right. law, right? That's right. what a lawyer does right, right there, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I... I Stand-up stand comedians are just descendants of jesters. Yeah. You know, the jester who would be in a court, right? Right. And, you know, everybody's tense or whatever, and he would poke fun at everybody and get them to loo- loosen up and relax. If you've ever been to a cocktail party and everybody's, like, all tense, you know, you need that guy to come in and start telling jokes and having fun. Right. And, Right. That's and that's I mean, I I really contend uh, and we've had this discussion, but like I really contend that's the only reason that's most of the reason people keep me around. Yeah. You know, like to make jokes. You're just funny. Put a clown hat on you. Yeah. I mean, like clown yourself. You have to have a very large hat. The rest of our amusement. So, I mean, because it has a uh, other Vinnie Van Centurion aspect to it, I want to talk about Chris Rock's reaction. Yes. Because there's a lot of things he could have done. Right. Now, Chris. Uh, Yeah. That's a really good point. And he literally turned the other sheet. Yeah. I mean, he got smacked on one sheet and he turned back. Right. And, and he goes, he, and then he said, take your, get your whatever out of my right. your mouth. And he, he said, okay. Yeah. He said, I will. He said, I will. Yeah. Uh, and then he gathered himself and he, and he, and he, and he drove on. I thought, and, and I thought it was, it was the first right. thing, first thing out of his mouth is right. like, you can see him kind of shaking the cobweb right. out He's a little like, bit. And then he goes, 
Greatest night of television. That's right. <laughs> you know, I just got assaulted. Yeah, he just slapped the, the crap out of me. In front of the 17 people who watch this, but millions are going to see it right you know, now later on the internet. But uh, yeah, so, you know, he, I thought his reaction to it was great. I, I heard that he had a comedy appearance last night or two nights ago, and the first thing he said yeah. was, oh, so how was everybody's weekend? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so good, right? It's so good. I right? read something, uh, and it was like, you know the 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 Bill Burrs and the Joe Rogans and, yeah. the, and these guys and they said like comedians are going to save America. Well, they're like, they're uh, and you know they're the last people who, but but they're in, they're in danger, right? Yeah, no, hundred percent. There, you know, they're in danger. I mean, I, think of the things that we uh, that we 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 used to say as a matter of course, right? Because they were so ingrained, you know. Instead of this stupid, I've got your back thing. You know, uh, we used to say, like, you know, well, if little Johnny jumped off the roof, would you? Right, would you? Right. Right. You know, we used to say, uh, you know, sticks and stones may break my... You know, yeah, words don't you know, I mean, I taught my kids that. Yeah, 100%. You know, when they were like, I'm getting teased, I'm like, so? Oh, I know. Look, I even went right. so far as to say, like, you know, my, my middle, when she was in, like, seventh, eighth grade, uh, she had a teacher who was, was you know, kind of railing. Oh, I remember you telling me about yeah. that, yeah. And I just said, well, you know, when you went and talked to him about it and told him you don't like that, right. what do you say? Well, I'm not going to talk to him. Well, yeah. You're going to have to put up with a lot of. That's, you know, that's right. I don't know what to tell you. That's right. Say you don't like you it, know. or don't say you don't like it. But you know, when I would come home crying because you know getting bullied or whatever, my father would say, hey, "Did he touch you? No." Hmm. What are you worried so, about then? The only way a word can hurt you is if you write it on an index card, roll the index card into a tube, and poke somebody in the eye with it. <laughs> that's it. I can't. It's a word. I wrote this word on a big plank of wood right. that I smacked you upside the I, head. It's just fascinating. The, this millennial yeah. ideal. Words can be violence. They they can't. No, they can't. They're a, they're they're. In fact, God gave us the ability to communicate to keep us from from. So you know, like two guys who can't talk get ready to kill each other. One guy says, "Hey, well, why don't we talk it out? Why don't we talk it out? Why How about that? Talk it out. Here's we don't talk it out. The idea of talking it out is it's not. It's a substitute for violence. Right. Right. It's a, right. a substitute. So we've lost sticks and stones. Yeah. You can't sticks because, and stones will break my bones. Words will never hurt me. Now it's like words are violence, right? No, that's what they say. That's yeah. right. That's and here's say. another one. Here's another one. We've lost. What's the matter? Can't take a joke, right? You can't take a joke, right? Because that used to be a legitimate question to somebody who mm -hmm. got his back up unnecessarily, right? Right? Yeah. Well, I don't you think can, you right. seem to be able to dish it out. I'm sure can't take it. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. Dish it out, but you can't take it. Yeah. You know. And, I mean, and you kind of go, okay, you're right. right. Like, and so this question, she shouldn't have to take that. No. You know what? She has, she has two feet, right? That she could use to to leave, right? And and or she could just sit there and ignore it or brush it off. I'll tell you what: if Will Smith was really bugged by that, right, he had a fair to middle chance of being up, knowing he's going to stand up later because he, right? I'm not he, sure he knew he could have he could have stood up there and said, "I I appreciate this award. I just want to say something in defense of my wife. She's very sensitive about that, and that was yeah. I thought that was unkind, not cool. Chris. I yeah. thought that was unkind. Wish she hadn't said that. Yeah." Although, I and then Chris would have come out and said, "Oh man, I didn't have any idea. I'm so sorry." Right. Problem a million things he could have done. Yeah. But what he did do is the one thing you cannot do, uh, in my opinion. Well, yeah. After a series of other things you shouldn't have done. That's right. He, he, right. <laughs> you know, he so the the Chris Rock, the minivan centurion thing that Chris Rock did was, just because there was a bad driver, he didn't turn a bad driver yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, he proceeded as if it hadn't happened. Yeah. And I think that's a tremendous, tremendously minivan centurion thing to do. And big, again, it's big time MC thing to do. It right? is, and that's because right. to your point, that's that's really in, in in some ways that's the essence of the book, isn't it? It's the essence of the book, right? Is the world's going to happen? Yep. The things are going to fly. Right. The world's going to come after you. The edges are going to try and pull you apart. Right. Tear you asunder. 
and we'll be the ones that have to stand and say, we're no, right. that's I, not I, how we do things around It's odd here. to me how many MC tenets occurred in that couple of minutes. Right. You know, the, you know, certainly the Mr. Vicing of mm-hmm. the, what he was, and then bad driving. Bad driving. Right. And yeah. then there's a lot of fat tedism. Well, you know? all, everybody who sat there and was just like, well, what do I do now? And there's a meteorologist gym aspect to it. It's like, right. listen, they're <laughs> right. looking around. That's, how, sh- that's right. how should I act? How should I act? That's right. Like, how that's are we, exactly, right. yeah. How are we taking this? Yeah. How are we? And if yeah, what are we? Yeah. Could, well, yeah. you know, how am I supposed to, you know, uh, how are we supposed to take this? Yeah. Because you are in some level, like, like I, I try to put myself in that situation. And I know we're running on time, but uh, I try to put myself in that situation. I say to myself, okay, here's my, here's my friend, Chris Rock, right? Or, or here's my friend, Dredd. Yeah. He's up on the stage, and somebody doesn't like what he says, so he stands. Well, first of all, good luck, because you know uh, Dave might knock the hell out of you. But that's neither here nor there, right? But he stands up and he he slaps you, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't have to think about what I would do next. Like that guy's going to probably be lucky to make it out of here. You know? Yeah. He's not going to come and get to sit down in his little chair and you know whatever. Like I, it does it. The fact that no one would defend it's, either. It's amazing to me. And I've heard that in the back, they're like trying to figure out what to do. And they actually asked him to leave and he refused, which, you know, okay. So, I mean, I, I guess, yeah. is that, I, I forget who I heard this say this, but is that how security works actually? <laughs> right. Oh, I know who it was. It was, um, God, what's that guy's name? I bet uh, it's a comedian. Yeah, it is a comedian. Oh, there you go. It's, it's a, yeah. Adam Carolla. Oh, said, uh, there you go. is that how security works actually? Oh, okay. I thought security was you did something and they told you <laughs> and you had to. <laughs> Or or but, they or they got you. Out. But but it's like is security the way security works is you commit an act of violence they ask you to leave and you just say no and they go oh well I tried. And then- <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know is that how it works? Apparently. But listen, are in we some places? are we going to get to the point in our and I was just going to stop on this yeah. uh, in society in America where the only people who know how to argue are lawyers, right? And the only people who know how to Mr. Vice are comedians. Yeah, maybe. And and but the only so all we have are lawyers and comedians basically helping the rest of us communicate. Well, I know which I side not. I'm on, and I know which side you're on. So right. maybe we're going to make right. a good pair on this. Deal. And so uh, yeah, maybe they'll be work for me since I am a lawyer and an amateur half ass. I mean, I'm just saying, stand up. Like comedian. we're going to be right. <laughs> we're going to be on so there. So funny lawyers, you know? Yeah, like, funny lawyers. Can you think of an actual uh, stand up comedian lawyer? I can't off the top of my head. But you know, right. maybe that's that's where maybe we're. That's at. the next thing. That's that's yeah. where, that's where we end up. So if you're MC curious. Go ahead and apply right. to law school because now's your <laughs> now's your moment in the sun. Oh um, man, Franklin. Yes, sir. As we always do. Yeah, I got three questions for you. Uh, I'm ready. Are you ready and willing and able to love and protect your family? One hundred percent. Will you be an asset to the community? Undeniably. Will you step forward with your swinging dick and join the line of men? Who are going to hold the middle I will of this give nation? It literally everything I have. You know, because we need every swing and dick in the field. That's the absolute truth. Hi. Hi. You got a face radio. Ah, it's a podcast. It is. It is. You've been listening to the Minivan Centurion. If you liked it, share it, rate it, and review it. Then join us every week while we talk about what it's going to take to fulfill our duty as men and leaders. You were made for these times. The road will be rough, but you're up to the task. You don't fight alone. You fight alongside centurions. Centurions.